Welcome to the PFF NFL Daily. Today I've got Dr. Eric Eager joining us to talk a little Russell Wilson. The news is coming fast and furious. So this is an emergency, extra PFF NFL Daily. So Eric, let's get your initial impressions. Russell Wilson traded for a slew of draft picks and players to the Denver Broncos. I mean, look, he, uh, at least Wilson wasn't scared to compete in the AFC West. I'll tell you that much, the way Aaron Rodgers was. Um, I don't – I mean, a divorce was going to happen in Seattle. It did not look, you know, like it was tenable there after a certain while. It was – you know, Seattle had this – what we believe, I think, is an elite quarterback. And, you know, with the exception of a first half of 2020, they sort of treated him as if he was more that second tier, kind of that, you know, Kirk Cousins, uh, you know, maybe Matt Ryan type of player – who they needed to sort of like run the football and establish a run around. And unfortunately, like, I just don't know if it was ever going to be a situation where those two were happy together anymore. So he goes to Denver. Denver has Nathaniel Hackett, who, you know, was part of a, a, you know, sort of team that got the best out of Aaron Rodgers the last two or three years. Um, and I, I'm kind of excited for Wilson. Now it's a tough division, so we'll see if they if it can manifest itself in team success. How is this affecting the AFC West? Are you kidding me? Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, Justin Herbert and the Chargers, now Russ and the Broncos, even Derek Carr and the Raiders. I mean, Carr is still top half of the league type of quarterback, borderline top ten QB. The whole division's loaded. My question with Russ, though, you mentioned going to Nathaniel Hackett. Are they going to let Russ cook? Right. I mean, listen. The PFF grades are not kind to Russell Wilson over his last season plus. You mentioned halfway through 2020, he was on pace for one of the best seasons of all time. Second half of 2020, not great. He was barely a top 20 quarterback in our grades. And then last year had the finger injury that definitely derailed his season. And he has not graded well in a while. So can Hackett and the Broncos actually get Russ back to where he was? Because for a stretch, 18 to 20, Russ was right up there in the top three best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, so last year he's worth 1.38 wins above replacement. Uh, last year in 2020, uh, during the pandemic year, it was 3.5 wins above replacement. Um, so that, you know, that's certainly a that 3.5 wins above replacement. You're getting your money's worth for a quarterback. But actually, in, in the previous season, he was PFF's league MVP uh, at about four and a half war. Um, you you know four and a half war you know that that's in that elite category that's the highest it's ever been for him if he can get back to that number then you're competing with Patrick Mahomes interestingly now at DraftKings our friends at DraftKings if you look at the AFC West division odds this is the first time I think since 2019 where the Chiefs have been less than basically the favorite against the field um, in the division in the in the offseason they're plus 120 uh, to win the AFC West. So that requires a break-even percentage of about 45% for you to want to bet that. So if you think the Chiefs are a coin flip to win the division, now is the time for you to bet them. But the other teams, uh, so in this case, Denver Broncos are about 2-1. to one. So if you think Denver's more than a 1-3 chance to win the, uh, win the AFC West, that's a bet for you. And the Los Angeles Chargers, who I think are actually probably the best bet here, are four to one. If you think the Chargers have better than a 20% chance to win that division, that is the bet to make. So, but this is a very even division now. And you think about this, like Justin Herbert might be the best quarterback in the NFL that has a four to one or better chance uh, to win uh, his own division. 
So you got the AFC West absolutely loaded. We get to see Russ take on Herbert twice, take on Mahomes twice. They're going to beat each other up a little bit. The entire AFC is loaded, though. You got Josh Allen in the Bills, Lamar Jackson in the Ravens. Like people are going to sleep on the Ravens the way their season finished last year. Uh, it's a very competitive AFC North. Of course, the Bengals go to the Super Bowl. So all the QBs, all the good teams move into the AFC now. By the way, the Broncos do play in Seattle next year, just to add a little bit more great storyline to that. And uh, the reason why the Broncos were mentioned for Aaron Rodgers, though, is their landing spot, right? I mean, they're this really good roster that they've built the last couple of years where it's like, all right, figure out who the next guy is beyond Drew Locke. Take a shot on Teddy Bridgewater. He was your legitimate bridge quarterback to this move of Russell Wilson. But now you get to throw to Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. They trade Noah Fant, but you still have a really good group of receivers. My guy, Tim Patrick, decent offensive line. I know Russ is leaving DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett up in Seattle, but all-around team, pretty good defense. I mean, it's a pretty good situation for him compared to what he's had in recent years. Well, and you're not trading what they did to have Russ play the play-action, run-run-pass offense that he was saddled with in Seattle, right? Like, you're 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 playing him. You're probably putting him in the shotgun. You're probably giving him control. Um, you know, we, we don't even talk about, like, Javante Williams is, you know, pro- in my opinion, the best running back to come out of the draft last year. Um, you know, he's in the backfield there, gives him a dual threat, uh, as well as, you know, sort of the, as a credible threat to run the football. You look at the defense, it sounds like Vaughn Miller's coming back. Uh, all reports, uh, you got Patrick Sertan, uh, you know, in, in last year's draft, he was a great player for them. Um, you know, you get Justin Simmons as well. Like, I, this, is a, this is a good football team. I mean, I think from players 2 to 53, they were probably better than the Chiefs last year uh, for, as a football team. And, and obviously from a, you know, quarterback. And, and I think, you know, to more to the point, a coaching standpoint, they were just worse. But now, yeah, they're a very formidable group. And, and um it, it, it's why you know they're getting great odds here. I I would say right now they're probably a little overvalued. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't take two to one for them to win the division. I think the Chargers are too talented. They just went and got kept Mike Williams um, and, and still have you know forty something in cap space uh, to boot. Um, you know uh, second year with the great head coach and and that kind of thing. And I also think Kansas City this this puts their, them on alert. Right, this puts a team who's hosted four straight AFC championship games. Uh, on the lookout and saying, look, like if you don't improve your roster, the rest of the AFC is coming for you. So really quick on on Russ, you mentioned, hey, he's going to leave that run, run, pass, run, play action type of offense in Seattle. I always wonder, because the, you know, the numbers say pass more, right? Pass more, pass more in early downs, put the ball in the quarterback's hands a little bit more. Don't put him in third and long. Why wasn't Seattle doing that? Was it a philosophy thing or was it a lack of trust? in Russell Wilson to do it. Cause in 2020, they did it for a little bit with Brian Schottenheimer. Can he handle that? Is there any evidence that says there are players that are better throwing the ball only 30, 35 times a game. Can Russ be the guy that runs the entire offense in a pass first scheme? The 2020 season was so bizarre, right? Because they, they opened up six and three that we had that. They had that like infamous Sunday night game where he throws the interception to Isaiah Simmons in overtime and they lose and they're momentarily out of first place. And then there was like that the, the switch came off, right? And they're like, okay, we're gonna go bound, batten down the hatches, run the ball. And like I think their their remaining schedule was so ca- cupcake, right? That their defense actually started to play well. And you right. can maybe come up with this, you know, sort of narrative that, oh, 
us running the football and, and sort of condensing the game was making our defense better too. And when Russ was allowed to cook, the rest of the team was stretched too thin and all this kind of stuff. Um, you know, you even look back to 2017, which was the only year prior to 2020 when the Seattle Seahawks didn't make the playoffs, they were more of an opened up passing game, right? And they put Schottenheimer in an 18 and, you know, they ran the ball and they started having team levels. The playoffs and, again. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think, look, I, I want to say that over a big sample, if you have an elite quarterback like Wilson, you got to you throw more. And and Seattle is possibly just being the and they're also by the way they also play in a division with the Niners who are very effective running the ball relative to other teams right. that run the ball that much. They're also you know the Rams even this past year committed to the run to like make every one of their games horrible to watch but win anyway. Um, and, and so there there's a lot of noise in football. There's a lot of small samples in football. I believe that it, that if Russell Wilson was allowed to make plays uh, and, and to play open over time, the thing would be better than if they, they played a more condensed game and ran the football a lot. Um, does that mean that they have to go completely wide open and all that kind of stuff? No, of course not. I think the Packers are a better offense because they have the credible threat of the run and they have some of that Shanahan stuff. But at the same time, you know, Rodgers is really what makes that thing tick. With Wilson, I I always felt that it was sort of one of those where you got out of a rhythm when they ran the ball too much, and they would win these games 19-12, and everybody would be happy. And it's like, well, right. is that the way to actually win in the playoffs? I don't think so. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how, how they use Russ. Again, I think Seattle lacked trust at times, and we'll see if Denver – has a little bit more. I want to, I'll, I'll break it down from Seattle's view on the PFF NFL podcast, but appreciate Eric joining us to get the Russell Wilson to Denver breakdown. It's a PFF NFL daily.